Hello, I'm Miriam Dubin. Welcome to the Proskauer Benefits Brief, legal insight on employee benefits and executive compensation. On today's episode, I'm joined by Neil Schalberg, and we are going to discuss cybersecurity issues impacting employee benefit plans. So Neil, why are benefit plans particularly susceptible to hacks and other cyber breaches of data? Well, there are several reasons. Benefit plans are information-rich sources of data that are attractive to hackers. Plan sponsors often share and transmit information electronically to third parties, such as record keepers and other plan providers. Also, many plan sponsors do not maintain sophisticated cyber protections. And finally, many plans are in the process of converting from paper to digital data. In connection with uh, healthcare data in particular, the FBI has noted that it is uniquely at risk because information is highly valuable to hackers who may use it to file false medical claims, obtain prescription drugs, and or steal participant identities. So those are some of the important reasons. What is the likelihood that a plan will suffer a data breach? Well, the ERISA Advisory Council that's a group of benefit experts that are appointed by the Secretary of Labor to advise him, studied this issue. And what they said, I think, is very relevant. They issued a report in November 2016, and they concluded in that report that it is not a question of if, but a question of when a breach will occur. Today's digital environment increases the risk of a cyber breach, and the news reports demonstrate that deliberate and inadvertent data breaches occur frequently. Are there any laws affirmatively requiring benefit plans to implement cybersecurity protections? Well, actually, there's no comprehensive federal law that applies other than for health plans, and that's HIPAA. Also, it is unclear whether or not planned fiduciaries could be liable for a breach of fiduciary duty under ERISA in the event of a cyber breach in a benefit plan. State privacy and other state laws may apply to benefit plans, but there's always the possibility that ERISA would preempt those state laws. So in the absence of a single legal framework, where should plan sponsors and vendors look for guidance? Well, the ERISA Advisory Council report that I referred to before provides a helpful framework for plan sponsors and service providers to examine and consider cybersecurity issues. Among the recommendations in that report is that plan sponsors establish customized cybersecurity strategies, carefully contract with their service providers, and implement policies for data protection. For example, data retention, training, reporting, testing, and updating processes. So Neil, what are some other strategies that plan sponsors may use to protect fund data? So here's some tips for securing plan data. Plan sponsors should educate themselves and understand how the plan's data is stored, accessed, and transmitted. They should develop proactive strategies for managing risk and responding to a breach. They should customize these strategies to fit the plan's practices and data. Thirdly, they should carefully conduct due diligence on third-party providers and vendors with respect to their cybersecurity readiness and review third-party contractual arrangements to ensure that the plan is protected in the event of a breach. Also, importantly, they should continue to monitor the vendors throughout the relationship. For example, they should ask whether the provider has suffered a cyber data breach and how was it handled. 
How long did it take the provider to recover the data? They should evaluate the third-party provider's cyber preparedness. Fourth, they should think ahead. Back up and segregate data off-site so that the plan is protected in the event of a ransomware attack. They should have a readiness program in place in case a breach does occur. And finally, and importantly, they should consider purchasing cyber liability insurance, both first-party and third-party insurance coverage. Neil, can you explain the difference between first-party and third-party insurance coverage? Sure, Miriam. First-party coverage is the coverage that applies for their own data breach. Third-party coverage would apply in the event that there was a breach as a result of data that they sent to a third-party provider or vendor. Well, thank you, Neil, for going through those practical tips. This is obviously a very important issue impacting all employee benefit plans. Thank you for joining us today on the Proskauer Benefits Brief. Stay tuned for more legal insights on employee benefits and executive compensation, and be sure to follow us on iTunes.